Welcome into the Fairways of Life show. So everybody knows that what the world has gone through the last few years, we are living in a world where we are seeing things happen. You know, let's talk about the world of sport. Let's talk specifically about the world of golf. We're seeing things happen that we haven't seen happen since the world wars. We're seeing major events being canceled, namely like the Open during a pandemic, for example. We're, we saw others that were moved around on the calendar, things we had never seen before or hadn't seen since a major global conflict previously in the kind of people killing each other. In this case, it was a pandemic that was extremely dangerous. It is not because of the pandemic that we're seeing what's happening in the world of golf right now, but we're still seeing things happen that we either haven't seen in a very, very long time or we have never seen before. Henrik Stenson was named the European Ryder Cup captain. According to my sources, he signed a contract that specifically stipulated that he had to be loyal to his tour. In other words, he couldn't join Live Golf in order to maintain that position. Today, we want to give you context because with Luke Donald being named as his replacement after Hendrick was sacked because he joined, in fact, Live, there's a lot of confusion as to what is going on. So here's where we're going to start today to try to figure all this out. The one you're going to hear from first is... Henrik Stenson. He was asked in detail, and you'll hear the questions, about how he made this decision, why he made this decision, and did he expect that he could or would lose his captaincy of the European Ryder Cup side. He was asked specifically in what you're about to hear about that contract stipulation, which I'll tell you, spoiler, he refused to discuss that aspect. So, Once you hear this, we're going to try to provide you with some context and some balance and some understanding as to all of this so that you can make your best decision as to what you think is going on. And we're going to hear from the new Ryder Cup captain, Luke Donald, coming up. So we start with this. Here's Henrik Stenson, his first press conference addressing the media at Live Golf. What are you most excited about this week, your first week with Live? Um, Yeah, being back with the... uh... Some of my some of my old friends and you. <laughs> you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I played played golf with these guys for for twenty plus years. So um, to be teaming up with them here this week, it's uh, something I look forward to. And uh, we always had a lot of fun together. And uh, I uh, I would imagine that will uh, that will continue. Henrik, I was wondering, uh, what did you see in the first two events, uh, and what kind of discussions did you have? The, with the players that may have swayed your decision to join Live? Well, I think, uh, I mean, the what, one of the big benefits that, that we talk about here is uh, just like yesterday, practice round, we, the four of us played played together. It's uh, It gives just a different dynamic, really, and, and team aspect is obviously uh, a big part of that. And, and like Sam said, you, you, you're playing individually. I mean, it's individual golf tournaments, but it's also... Um, yeah, that, that kind of fight to, to try and perform for the team. And, and you can be out there on, on the last day. We've seen that already happen, that players might not have the best week individually, but 
you can make a huge difference for the team if you if you go out on on the final day and shoot a good number, and that could really help out a team. So it's always something to play for in that sense. And and um, yeah, it just feels just feels good to be part of that environment. As you uh, mulled coming over here, uh, what was what was the weighing regarding Ryder Cup captaincy? Were you immediately aware that you were giving that up? And you know. It doesn't seem like a very good look, obviously, if you knew you were going to give that up. And how, you know, how soon did you, um, were you, were you mulling this stuff when you were, when you were, when you were in your captaincy, when you, when you were given captaincy in, in March? For well, I mean, uh, I, I don't feel like I've, I've given it up. I've, uh, I made every, every arrangement possible here to, to be able to fulfill my, my captain's duties. Um, and I've had great help here from from Liv to to be able to do that. And uh, still, the decision was made that I was to be removed. And um, I'm obviously disappointed over the situation. Um, but it is what it is. And uh, yeah, we we move on from there now. Before you signed on here, did you did you speak to European Ryder Cup side? And 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 were you aware that you would be stripped of your duties if you if you came? Here. We, we had we had discussions and uh, and I informed them of of the decision to to go and play in in live tournaments and uh, they they had a had a short period of time where they were kind of discussing or debating if what was going to happen and I was informed of uh, of their decision shortly after. Okay, one last thing in your statements, you said um, that you'll accept it as of now. Did that mean that you could even think about? A legal route or anything on this? On the on on my statement uh, of as of last week, as as you clearly have read, I'll um, I, I just uh, I just expect to be to be treated fairly going forward, uh, depending on what what the outcomes are um, in in this whole uh, case, and uh, and uh, that is yet to be yet to be seen what what decisions are to be made and. Uh, when will when we will be notified of anything like the boys are saying here qualification and uh, vice captaincies and and all the rest so uh, up until that point we we just wait for for european tour and, and Ryder cup europe to to make those uh, those announcements how much was the financial component an element of it and and was that the main uh, driver behind it i guess I mean, I'd say I've been a golf professional since uh, very late 1998. And, you know, purse sizes, price money on offer, uh, financial parts, always been a, been a part of where we made up our schedules and where we're going to play. And, and uh, it's, been, it's been a part of it, absolutely. So there was, there was no different in, in this case. Um, I just want, I know you're still hopeful of, playing in the Ryder Cup and you're not sure what the future holds but I just wondered in the days since your uh, decision whether you regret or you've got any feeling on on kind of what the what your decision has caused in terms of the uncertainty about the Ryder Cup and and the conversations that it sparked about its future yeah I mean I I obviously feel like it's 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 a shame that we ended up in this situation and uh, I, I just hope that we can we can get to a resolution or a solution 
as, as soon as possible here for, for all, all tours and, and everyone involved and, and we can all kind of coexist together and, and yeah, I mean, all the, all the players love the Ryder Cup and President's Cup and it's, uh, yeah, it's just a shame we ended up in this situation, I hope, for a, for a quick, quick solution. As you know, one of the stories we're following are the family members of victims of 9-11 who've taken great exception with your presence here. And I just wonder what you would say to them in response. Uh, I don't know if justify is the right word, but to explain why you decided to play for Lib and, and how you can reconcile that decision with the, the hurt that they are feeling. Yeah, I think we, we can just say that our hearts goes out to, to anyone who lost a, a loved one in, in that terrible tragedy and that's that's all we can say really. So this situation, and by the way, there were other people sitting up there obviously with Henrik Stenson. Those were the rest of his team Majestics, Ian Poulter, Lee Westwood, and Sam Horsfield. Every time we get into any questions, discussions, thoughts about Live Golf, I feel like we come away with it with more questions than we have answers. And I'm not just talking about Live Golf. I'm talking about golf at large in all of the tours. So here you had Henrik addressing the media and essentially saying, uh, you know, I'm really sorry that it's gotten to this point that we're in this situation but again, according to my sources, he signed a contract that had a provision that told him exactly what would happen if he aligned himself with Liv. They just did what the contract said they would do, and he lost the position. So the bigger question, though, however, because contracts can have provisions that are violated, and the two parties can agree and go, you know what, we'll, we'll work it out. We'll figure it out. So... Was it a balanced, a prudent, an appropriate response by the DP World Tour in getting rid of Henrik Stenson as captain for the Ryder Cup team? Or was it an overreaction, an effort to structure consequences to hurt the players that have joined Live Golf, to make it difficult for Live Golf? That's what I mean about the questions that continue to circle around this. There is now a new European Ryder Cup captain, Luke Donald. You're going to hear from Luke Donald, who will address some of these same questions. And I'll let you be the judge of whether there are now more answers than there were questions previously. Not so sure about that. You can answer the questions in your game with DeWiz Golf, this new wearable technology that you put on your wrist will measure your golf swing in real time and space. It's based on neuroscience. It is absolutely incredible. How many times have you heard it said that feel isn't real? In this case, feel is dead on real because you're going to get a reaction not only on your on the, the app itself, but you can get it on the device itself to tell you when your swing is out of plane, too long, too short, etc. All of those details are available at DeWiz, and the details can be found at DeWizGolf.com. Again, when we come back, Luke Donald, the new European Ryder Cup captain. In Ireland, golf is more than just a game. Come and experience our world-famous Lynx courses. 
and our world-famous Parkland courses. All set alongside world-famous scenery and visit our world-famous historic sites. And while you're here, enjoy our world-famous hospitality. Press the green button and start your journey at ireland.com slash golf. You're a golf fan. I am giving all this equipment away. I'm Matt Adams, host of the Fairways of Life show. We're the only live daily golf show on YouTube. We're also available on demand. You can just click and subscribe right here. And we give away product to our subscribers. I literally give it to you. What other show does that? There is no other show that's live every day on YouTube. All you have to do is click and subscribe. And you got a chance at winning some of this. Want to get ball fit like the pros? Now it's easy. Just grab your phone and a friend, and have them record a video of you hitting a drive. Hello, Senior Tour. I absolutely smoked that. <laughs> anyway, submit your video to BridgestoneGolf.com. You'll receive an email showing your stats and the best tour B for your game. So get fit and get better. Sweet. <laughs> Got me on a good day. Are you ready for golf's biggest season ever because we are our certified fitters are waiting to fit you for free with the latest clubs from callaway taylormade cobra titleist and more plus shop the latest gear and apparel from all your favorite brands experience golf's biggest selection under one roof don't just shop this season shop with the pros at the pga tour superstore are you an E or a C? Both have Ridgeback. These are loaded with tech. Which one are you gaming? Definitely E for me. It's just so forgiving. I'm definitely an E. C is for Cheka. What else? C is for kill it. C is me. Low spinning bombs. So, are you an E or a C? Hmm. I don't know. Hey, wait a minute. Pound for pound, nothing comes close. This is the Wiz. It tracks your swing in real time. Got it. One zero one. Gives you feedback in real time. Do you feel where you are in your golf swing? Transition plus four point two inches. Length of back swing fifteen point three inches. The Wiz really helped me to keep that consistent swing. Instead of guessing, I get the direct feedback. Transition on plane. That's the mic drop. Welcome back to the Fairways of Life Show. Pleasure to have your company. So in the last segment, we went down the pathway of hearing from Henrik Stenson, and I wanted you to hear directly from him. We saw the official statements coming from the DP World Tour. Remember, that what, that's the new name of what was formerly called the European Tour. Uh, but I wanted to hear from Henrik. I want to hear directly from the players, from the people that are involved. And you're going to hear the same thing from the new captain of the European side in Luke Donald. Now, when there was speculation, and there always is, about who will be the next captain, whether you're talking about the American side or whether you're talking about the European side, there's always a lot of names floated around. Now, on the U.S. side, there was a pretty clear pathway in terms of who was going to get the captaincy. And as Davis Love III, who is the U.S. President's Cup captain, explained to me, was that they no longer look at it, they being 
the group that's running it behind the scenes, players. They no longer look at it as a Ryder Cup team and captain and a President's Cup team and captain. And the reason why I define it that way is because the Ryder Cup is run by the PGA of America. That is the governing body. That's the organization that also runs the PGA Championship, one of the game's four majors. But their real job day to day is the governance of the 28,000 plus PGA professionals that run the clubs all over the country. Meanwhile, the President's Cup is run by the PGA Tour, which broke away from the PGA of America in the late 1960s, formed the PGA Tour, and now they are an independent entity. Right? So with the Ryder Cup, the Ryder Cup is run by the European Tour, now called the DP World Tour again. There is not that kind of separation. So, Henrik Stenson, we pretty much knew that he was going to be the guy. On the U.S. side, we pretty much knew it was going to be Zach Johnson. The wrench that's been thrown in the system was we all kind of knew that it was going to be Phil Mickelson when the Ryder Cup came to Beth Page on Long Island. Now, I don't think there's any chance Phil Mickelson's going to get it. They openly talk about uh, there being holes in their, in their ascension of captains. Really interesting. And again, the complication with Phil Mickelson when it comes to New York, where everyone's like, oh, the people of New York have always loved Phil Mickelson. But then in the last segment, you just heard about the families from 9-11 and the fact that the majority of the terrorists came from Saudi Arabia and Saudi Arabia's public investment fund is funding Live Golf. All of these different things are circulating in. What would Phil's reaction from the fans be from a New York crowd? It wasn't that bad in New Jersey. By and large, it wasn't that bad. Now, granted, it was a tiny crowd. And there was that video that went viral of, of a guy yelling to do it for the royal, Saudi royal family, right? But that was that one person. It just, it just happened to make a lot of news. So on the European side, Henrik Stenson is fired as European captain. You heard his reaction. Now we have Luke Donald in as the new European captain. He was asked, this one, I put it together as a best of here with with John and Andrew and Dom. He was asked, how does it feel to be announced as captain? What makes the Ryder Cup so special? He was asked, how much are you looking forward to the journey ahead for the next 14 months? Why is Rome so special to you? And thoughts on facing Zach Johnson as the U.S. captain. Here he is. Well, I think this is probably the greatest honor, you know, of of my lifetime um, to be announced as Ryder Cup captain is, is certainly extremely exciting um, and, and the biggest honor that uh, I think you could bestow upon a golfer. You know, it's almost like a lifetime achievement award. I'm uh, obviously very excited to get going and uh, looking forward to, to getting to Rome in, in 14 months. Well, I think the Ryder Cup, uh, you know, we, we play such an individual game and, and to be a part of a team, a unity to come together, bring in 12 players, uh, you know, to try and... Uh, accomplish a common goal. I think that's what makes uh, the Ryder Cup special. It has so much history. And I think that history is important because, uh, you know, this is uh, great for, um, you know, inspiring the, the next generation. This is what they look for. And, um, you know, the, the Ryder Cup is the biggest thing we have in, in our sport. And to, to be captain is uh, a really big honor. 
Yeah, I am really looking forward to the journey. I think uh, it is a busy one. It's obviously a shortened captaincy, but um, you know, I think we have plenty of time to, to really get everything right and, and be prepared come, uh, come Rome in 14 months. Um, again, you've got to really enjoy that journey. This is a, a special honor for me, a privilege, and uh, I look forward to working with all of Team Europe, uh, all the players, and uh, you know, having, giving ourselves a great chance come, uh, come Rome in 14 months. Yeah, myself, my wife and I have uh, been there many times and uh, enjoyed the, the magical city. We've, we, we love it there. Um, we've been to you know, all, the, all the famous places, the Spanish Steps, the Colosseum, the Trevi Fountain, you know, walking around, enjoying dinners, enjoying uh, some nice gelato. Um, I mean, it's just a special place with uh, a lot of history and a lot of culture, and uh, it's going to make for an amazing backdrop for, for this Ryder Cup. Yeah, Zach and I are very similar ages. We've uh, kind of uh, forged uh, similar paths, I think, uh, in our golfing worlds. You know, very similar kind of games, um, both uh, very much fa family men. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to uh, going head-to-head -head against uh, Zach. It's, uh, it's always been great to be around him. He's, he's a gentleman. Uh, he'll be a great captain. And, uh, again, I look forward to, uh, um, you know, our captaincy together. Luke Donald, who he's always been the epitome of class. That, that's who he is. And, and again, I'm not taking anything away from Henrik Stenson because Henrik Stenson, in terms of his public persona to me, was very similar to Luke Donald. A guy that's relatively quiet, uh, relatively cerebral once you have a conversation with them in terms of what they get into. Now, Henrik Stenson has a really great uh, sense of humor as well once you, once you get into that. Uh, but Luke Donald's just one of these guys, went to, went to college up uh, in Chicago, uh, is, lives in the United States, has always been just a guy that I would define by the word that I just used, class. So I think it's a really nice balance uh, with Zach Johnson. And again, I'm not saying any of this to take away from Henrik Stenson, because Henrik Stenson is a good guy. And he's done a great job over the course of his career. He just, with this thing with Live Golf stepped into it with the DP World Tour and faced some pretty severe consequences. So my question continues to be the same to all of you. What took place with everything that you know, source of funding, all the things that go into it, does that matter? In this time period, as I was talking about at the start of the last segment, that we are seeing things happen in the world at large, and specifically in the world of sports and our little world of golf that we've never seen before. Is it in balance? Is it an overreaction? I'm very curious what your thoughts are. More of the Fairways of Life show coming up after this. Boyne Golf provides the ultimate world-class golf destination with 10 championship caliber courses spanning three resorts. Centered in Michigan's northern lower peninsula, the courses are the products of some of the game's masters, including Robert Trent Jones Sr., Arthur Hills, and Donald Ross. From the all-inclusive vacation packages, elite instruction with the Boyne Golf Academy, tournaments, and so much more, Boyne Golf truly offers an unrivaled Michigan golf vacation experience. Just log on to boynegolf.com. I guess, hello world, huh? <laughs> and with one subtle hello, Tiger began an amazing and unthinkable career. I 
I've done it for 20 years now with, with Bridgestone. It allows me to play an aggressive style around the greens, and it's allowed me to win a lot of tournaments. Bridgestone Golf, proud to be part of your journey. You're a golf fan. I am giving all this equipment away. I'm Matt Adams, host of the Fairways of Life show. We're the only live daily golf show on YouTube. We're also available on demand. You can just click and subscribe right here, and we give away product to our subscribers. I literally give it to you. What other show does that? There is no other show that's live every day on YouTube. All you have to do is click and subscribe, and you got a chance at winning some of this. Are you ready for golf's biggest season ever because we are our certified fitters are waiting to fit you for free with the latest clubs from callaway taylormade cobra titleist and more plus shop the latest gear and apparel from all your favorite brands experience golf's biggest selection under one roof don't just shop this season shop with the pros at the pga tour superstore created without the constraints of time or money PXG Golf Clubs are the most technologically advanced available today, and they are a perfect union of art, science, and engineering. And the PXG experience is unlike any you've had before. After you've been custom fit, your clubs will be built to exacting standards and your exact specs in the USA. So when you hear it, you know, PXG, nobody builds golf clubs the way we do, period. Nestled amongst the hills of the Hoosier National Forest resides a classic American destination, the French Lick Resort. Experience the ultimate in golf at the Pete Dye Course at French Lick, voted number one course in Indiana and Golf Week's best you can play for 10 years in a row. The Donald Ross Course at French Lick has been named Indiana's number two course in Golf Week's best you can play rankings every year since 2011. Come experience old world opulence amid modern comfort served with Midwestern charm. Visit FrenchLick.com. Hey, I'm Matt Adams from the Fairways of Life show, and today I want to talk to you about PXG's new Gen 5 driver. These drivers are absolutely packed with technology. Let's dive into what some of that technology is. It includes with precision weighting technology, which is pushed to the extreme perimeter, a substantially increased MOI compared to Gen 4 drivers, even more flexibility in fitting shot shapes through the location of movable weights, a significantly improved feel and sound, creating drivers that perform exceptionally well on miss hits, most notably on high in the face and in particular high toe misses, maintaining higher ball speed, spin, and shot shaping for greater distance and accuracy. As to which of these drivers is right for your game, I'm going to talk about this Gen 5 in just one second, but the deep Details of the technology are as follows. The crown features a full AV, which stands for aluminum vapor technology, which increases stiffness in the crown, so it reduces energy loss in the surrounding carbon fiber. And then the carbon fiber that saved that mass allows for it to be redistributed low into the club's perimeter, resulting in optimal center of gravity and moment of inertia, which massively increases forgiveness. It features a high-speed face of TIE 412, which is a high 
high-grade material that generates significant face deflection, more spring and faster ball speeds, and a variable thickness face design to optimize ball speed and increase the durability of the face while reducing overall weight too. The precision weighting technology allows the weight ports to be adjusted to optimize performance, head mass, and shot shape. The extreme perimeter weights boost the MOI and forgiveness while supporting the weight structure and enhancing the sound and feel. The adjustable hosel too allows for significant customization as well. Now, as to this Gen 5 driver, it features a new head shape and it's optimized to deliver the ideal blend of distance and forgiveness with a 25% higher MOI than its predecessor. It features a tall and deep face optimized to deliver maximum ball speed and distance with a more curved crown structure for improved aerodynamics and create a more optimal combination of distance and forgiveness, particularly on higher face mishits. The PXG 0311 Gen 5 driver, it's absolutely packed with technology to help you play your best golf ever. And ever is now. Log on to pxg.com for the deal of the century Gen 5 drivers are now just $299. Yes, you heard me correctly. $299 for a limited time. The Canon-like Gen 5 drivers are on sale for the red-hot, unbelievable price of $299. Get yours today. All right, let's get you up to speed on what's going on with the airtimes for golf this week. First of all, we start with the Wyndham Championship Thursday and Friday on Golf Channel. The coverage will start at 2 p.m. Eastern time each of those days. On the weekend, it's split between Golf Channel and CBS 1 p.m. on Golf Channel and 3 p.m. on CBS, both on Saturday and on Sunday. PGA Tour Live, which is on ESPN+. Plus, uh, I will be a part of the coverage this week. Very much looking forward to being back at it again. Uh, working with Carl Paulson, my, my buddy, uh, and I'm looking forward to working with him throughout the course of the week. Thursday and Friday, we will come on the air at 6.45 a.m. on Saturday and on Sunday at 7 45 a.m. Remember, there are four feeds on ESPN Plus with PGA Tour Live. PGA Tour Radio on Thursday and Friday, the coverage of the Wyndham Championship will start at noon each of those two days on Saturday and on Sunday. The coverage will start at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. As to the AIG Women's Open at Muirfield this week, another week, another major championship. In the game of golf, Thursday and Friday, you can watch the coverage from 6 a.m. Eastern Time. Please note where USA Network, which is part of the NBC family, USA Network, 6 a.m. on Thursday and Friday for the Women's Open on Saturday and on Sunday. That coverage will start at 8 a.m. Eastern Time each of those two days. Okay, that gets you up to speed in terms of how and where you can see the golf that is coming up this week. PGA Tour Radio, just to remind everybody, can be heard on the PGA Tour app. It can be heard on PGATour.com, and it works all over the world on those two sites, I can attest. Uh, You also get it for free on those, or if you subscribe to the National Satellite Service, Sirius XM. So, Dom, I'm curious, with with the segments that we just did on... Henrik Stenson losing his position as Ryder Cup captain. We've just discussed that a lot, but we've never discussed it in the context of here we have a new captain now in the form of Luke Donald, and we heard from Luke Donald too. What are we hearing from the people that are watching us or the people that are listening to us? What kind of reaction are you getting back today? Uh, quite a bit of reaction, although that's not shocking considering the circumstances like you were talking about. It's historic in every way. Uh, Bob writes, all this turmoil 
has to affect the European Ryder Cup team to some degree. I would imagine that has to be true. Uh, Miles writes, Henrik Stenson used the Ryder Cup captaincy as leverage to defect to the live exhibition matches. Everybody knew he was interested in live. And unthinkable that the Ryder Cup didn't stipulate not to join. That's interesting, Matt, although they did kind of no, stipulate they did not sti- to join. No, That's no, what the contract whoa, whoa, was. Yeah, yeah. But again, just to reiterate, I, I've said this multiple times on the air. My sources told me it was specifically stipulated. Henrik refused to discuss it in his press conference, which he has every right to do because it's a contract. But I'm telling you from sources that it was specifically stipulated in the document. And that was how they ended up saying, no, you violated this, this stipulation that you could not join live. So it was in there. Now, I will say to the other theory that Henrik used the Ryder Cup captaincy as, you know, to get a better deal from Liv. I'm hearing that from a lot of different places. It's, it's floating around many uh, social media circles. Social media tends to be uh, dwell in negativity, I would say, but I am hearing that from, from quite a few places. I don't know whether Henrik Stenson needed that, but I suppose that he, when he was on that, that stage and that podium, it wasn't a bad thing to have. Now, according to Henrik, as you just heard earlier in the program, he also said that everybody at Live was like, fine, no problem. We'll accommodate you. Whatever you need to do to make sure you fulfill your Ryder Cup captaincy, we'll make sure it works with what you're doing. So uh, again, just it's really interesting the way all of that was coming together. If that was the case, is that still enough? Or obviously in the case of the DP World Tour, formerly called the European Tour, they still had an attitude, an idea of a mentality of, it's not about just having the time to do it. We're not telling you that you're not the captain anymore because you're not going to have time to fulfill your duties. We're telling you you're not the captain anymore because you joined Liv. That's the impression. What else you got, Don? Uh, oh, there's plenty more here, um, depending on how deep you want to go, Matt. Uh, Declan writes, one tour or the other, not workable. DP Tour relies on Ryder Cup revenues. If they dilute, If they dilute the product with half a pool to choose from, then the sponsors, fans, and players will vote with their feet. Uh, there's plenty more here. I love the writer. Well, no, no, hold Sebi on a second. My... Let's, let's pay respect okay. to these different comments. That is true. And it's an interesting perspective. I don't feel that it's true right now. It is definitely true for the captaincy ascendancy. Uh, the fact that Lee Westwood and Ian Poulter and Sergio Garcia, uh, Graham McDowell, all names that had been in the, the queue, if you please, to be captain of the European Ryder Cup side. Are all of those guys out as European Ryder Cup captains now? And do you look at that and go, wow, what a huge loss that is for the players? And that's kind of the position that, that Henrik was taking, that it's sad that we're in this position. Okay, is that a massive loss for the players because they're associated with Liv, or is that a result of a decision that they made? Either way, the European Ryder Cup side is going to lose that massive amount of experience that goes with what these players individually and collectively accomplished during their tenures as members of Ryder Cup teams. I definitely think it's going to impact it. In terms of players, I'm not as, I'm not as convinced 
that the European side is going to be weaker from a player's perspective moving forward because the strength of players. Like, I don't know how close I haven't looked. I didn't know how close before Liv Sam Horsfield was to making a European Ryder Cup side. I don't think he was close. But I, when you look at players like the Rasmus Twins, just as an example, Thomas Peters, who's playing very well, if Liv Golf starts to pick those younger players that are in their prime right now and pulls them into live, that it definitely will have an impact. But that impact is going to be on both sides because look at the American side. Is the American side now without Dustin Johnson? Is the American side now without Brooks Kepka? Is the American side now without Bryson DeChambeau? And you can look at that and go, yeah, well, those guys aren't playing all that great, at least two of them. Uh, right now, that doesn't mean what they'd be playing like by the time the Ryder Cup rolls around. So, uh, yes, in 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 a very broad term, the statement is correct in terms of getting down to the details. Uh, it the the place where it is the most correct right now is how it impacts the ascendancy of captains on the European side. Uh, some more comments coming in a little bit to your point uh, earlier. There, it says. The next Ryder Cup will be messy, but fast forward into the next cycles, four, six, eight years. Commercial reality will kick in to a, to a degree uh, with cooperation. So I feel like maybe that comment is a little bit along the lines of they're going to have to figure out how to live together if, this is, the if the Ryder Cup is going to stabilize, if you will. Yeah, and, and bear in mind... After the J.P. McManus Pro-Am in Ireland, that's when Rory McIlroy, who who has been so staunch in his opinions leading up to, seemed to soften his position. And Rory, he thinks that it's time that golf's governing bodies, being the DP World Tour, the PGA Tour, and Live, sat down together. Maybe, Maybe he meant even more encompassing that. The Masters... USGA, the RNA, the PGA of America, et cetera, for the majors. But he suggested that it's time that they talk. And my feeling was then as now that when he was at that program, everybody was there. All the guys that, that all the big stars that had gone to live, they were all there. All those that had drawn a line in the sand and said, never, never, they were all there. They're all in the same locker room. They've been friends for years. Now, all of a sudden, you're looking somebody that you've known forever in the eye going, dude, what's up? And there's conversation. And I think that had a direct impact. My opinion, my theory, that had a direct impact on Rory McIlroy, who had become the de facto spokesman for the PGA Tour and saying, don't go there saying maybe it's time that these groups come together and have a conversation. So there is some shifting going on. The plates are starting to shift a little bit. I don't, I don't see it as any type of uh, hypocrisy. I just see it as an evolution. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty more here to go unpack, Matt. I mean, a, a lot of it is there's not a lot. The one thing I will say, which is interesting, this whole situation is extremely polarizing, not just with the Ryder Cup, but, but with live golf in general. There's not, there doesn't seem to be, which is maybe what you were referencing with Rory, there doesn't seem to be at the moment any middle ground. Right. And I feel like the path forward, right or wrong, good or bad, is probably middle ground. 
Like, there's going to have to be some sort of balance in the next, if you look out three years, five years, ten years. I, I realize that right now things are murky, things are gray, things are rocky, things are challenging, polarizing, etc. But five years down the line, ten years down the line, the, this polarizing nature of things where people are hard one side or hard the other, yeah. uh, it's good versus evil, it's bad versus good, etc., I think we're going to have to find some middle ground. I don't know what that looks like. I mean, Greg Norman spoke to Fox News, I think it was yesterday or the day before. Uh, he sat down with Tucker Carlson and had a long conversation. I watched that conversation. I do think that there's still some shape-shifting going on with Live Golf. In other words, I think they're trying to find their place with what they're doing. I, I'm not, I, do, I don't think they're going away. I think the money... That, they're, that they have behind them, mm-hmm. again, good or bad, it's there. It exists. Yes. So they're going to exist. And they're trying to find their path forward. So I could absolutely see Live Golf shape-shifting a little bit more from what they are now to something maybe slightly different. And in five years or eight years or ten years, it could look a little different, the finished product. Sure. Much like the FedEx Cup is different on the tour. It's been changing for 10 years. They, they make adjustments here and there to try and make it a little bit better. So I'm really interested to, think, to, to see where that middle ground is, Matt. I'm not sure that anybody could really define that at this point. Well, it also goes to, and this is something that we've discussed in this program before as well, that when Liv applied for world ranking points, right, Liv is investing $200 million at least into the Asian tour. For example, we heard that Patrick Reed, for example, it was news that came out in the last 24-hour news cycle, that Patrick Reed is going to play in a bunch of uh, Asian tour events. Okay, if he's got the time and the inclination to do so, it's a smart move because it's going to get him world ranking points. Not great because his strength of fields aren't great. But But he claimed he wanted time, Matt, remember. I I I have free time now. I can see my family, all that stuff. But then he's signing up for all these events and traveling the world. You're calling it (laughs) shape-shifting. I'm not sure that I would use that particular word, but I would definitely call it adjusting. And when these players came out and they said, well, it's going to give me more time with my family. Okay, well, maybe they all signed up believing they were going to be able to get world ranking points. The issue right now with the world ranking points, in my opinion, I've been watching this from the beginning, is how do you give world ranking points to a series, not an event, but a series based on 54 holes? How do you give world ranking points to a series, not an event, to a series based on 48 players? My understanding is you need a minimum of 75. How do you give world ranking points to a series, again, not an event, that does not have a clear pathway to ascendancy? In other words, can people and how do people have an opportunity to qualify. Every other world tour that is credited with world ranking points has those items that we're talking about. And not in every event, incidentally. That's why I keep saying a series and not an event. There are, there are onesie twosies around here. Uh, look, at, uh, look at Tiger's event in December. Limited field, invitation only, right? It's all those things that I said you can't be, but it's one event, not an entire season. So from that standpoint, when, when Dom used the word shape-shifting, again, which I'm, I'm not too comfortable with because 
it, it sounds very biased. Shape-shifting usually is not perceived as something that, that's positive. I, I could see there being adjustments made, uh, whereas if they have that association with the Asian tour, uh, and, and I'm sure there's complications to this that I'm naive to, but why not fold the entire Live series as, as, as an invitational series as part of the Asian tour, move it to 72 holes from 54, you still have your, your shotgun start, all the rest, open the field up from 48 to 75, which is going to give them the opportunity to strengthen their fields such as it is. And I know there's people that are hearing this, that in this red state, blue state society that we live in now, whereas Dom aptly put it, you're on one side or the other, that people are getting mad at me going, don't talk about this. You're giving them the ideas. There's nothing I'm saying that everybody else involved doesn't know. But I'm just wondering if that's the kind of things that we're going to see as we move forward in terms of, of that balance. Uh, for what it's worth to what Don was saying, hopefully you guys can appreciate the fact that we are trying to do the best we can here in this forum to provide you with balance, to provide you with an unbiased opinion one way or the other. I am more interested in what you guys think than I am in what we think. Hope you guys have a great Tuesday. Very much looking forward to your company tomorrow. And in the light of all these conversations that we've had today, I can tell you what direction, Dom, already I want to head tomorrow. I want to talk about this in the context of the next team competition that's coming up, the President's Cup. How is this going to affect the international side and Trevor Immelman? How is this going to affect a Davis Love and the American side? I know Davis Love is amongst those that will be speaking this week at the Wyndham Championship. Still so much more to unpack. Thanks for your company, folks. Have a great Tuesday. Bye for now.